Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Pixar Sciatica Podcast. So you're dealing with back pain, leg, and or sciatica pain, and the doctor and internet are actually recommending that you go to physical therapy. And if you've been to a physical therapist before, you'll have a general idea of what's going on and what's going to happen during that session. But what if you have never been before? Or what if you are trying out a new therapist? What is it going to be like? What should you expect? And so today is your lucky day because I'm actually going to share with you what to expect during a physical therapy evaluation and also what it could be when it comes to doing a movement evaluation with another specialist, whether it be a chiropractor, movement coach, or um, anyone else. But also, if you are a seasoned physical therapy patient, just due to bad luck or just life in general, this will actually help you reshape your expectations so that you can actually get the most out of your time spent with your practitioner. So let's get right into it. And so first, you're going to have to book your session. You're going to call the office or go to the website. And if you're using insurance, be sure to actually know what your benefits are. Uh, is a clinic, an in-network clinic. So with in-network clinics, it's most likely going to cost you the least amount because it's already included in your plan. On the other hand, if the clinic is an out-of-network, you're probably going to have to pay up uh, a little bit more money because the way your benefit is structured, um, there is not going to be as much insurance assistance with that. And especially with the rise of healthcare costs, those uh, expenses will start to equate to a little bit more. And then you have the cash pay route, which is going to be the most simple option because when you go, they're gonna tell you, this is how much it's going to cost and it's gonna be very, very straightforward. Pressing should be shared with you over the phone, on their website, or even during your first introductory session. Ideally, you'll be able to get an appointment during the same week that you call. Uh, Unfortunately, due to the labor shortages and more physical therapists are actually leaving the workforce, there's actually going to be a higher demand for care and not enough providers and physical therapists. So what do you do during that time, right? Do you just wait in misery until you're seen? Uh, Do you have to try to find another opening? Just try to clear out your schedule and just pray that there's a last minute cancellation at the clinic itself? Or better yet, you can actually check out the patient advocate program which actually provides you a free 30-minute consultation with one of our physical therapists. And you'll be provided with a a daily plan of action to accelerate your healing. Um, All of that for less than the cost of a typical copay. As I said, the first 30-minute call is free. And if you're tired of waiting in line to be healed, you can actually book your free call today at ptpatientadvocate.com, which is actually found in the show notes. So let's talk about like the actual appointment day, right? I recommend that you come into your appointment about 15 minutes early. You're going to walk in, check in at the front desk, and you're probably going to have to sign some paperwork if you didn't do it online already. That includes insurance verification and a detailed health history. 
With all the paperwork that you fill out when it comes to managing your healthcare, do you ever wonder if they actually even read it? Now, I can speak on behalf of myself and hopefully other physical therapists, but we should absolutely be looking into your medical history because it plays a big part in how you're going to recover and no detail is too minute. So then from there, you get introduced to your physical therapist either for the day or the entire plan of care. You're going to step in into an exam room, which is either a closed room or a more quiet area of the clinic. And this is where the work is going to actually begin. The physical therapist is going to ask you about what brings you in for the visit. They're going to probably look at the prescription that you sent on over and already start assessing how you move, breathe, stand, and sit. You see, our evaluations actually begin the moment we meet you. From there, we're going to be asking you some more deep questions about your injury. Uh, when did the pain start? How did it start? And what have you tried to make it feel better? Uh, what actually makes it feel better? What makes it feel worse? How are the activities that you do, how are they affected by this pain? By how much is this affecting your daily life? And what are your goals in rehab? And all of these questions are important to helping you understand what is going on to help you. And the first 30 minutes of the appointment should mostly be focusing on getting information from you verbally or physically. We need to ask deep questions to understand what is in fact going on. And a good therapist does not slack on this section of the evaluation itself. Now, once we feel like we've gotten sufficient information, we'll actually take you through what is called a movement assessment. And so here's how it goes. We'll often ask you to take your shirt off for guys or ladies wear a sports bra and a tight shirt so we can actually look at your posture. Where do your shoulders sit actually in relation to your hips? Is there any excessive twisting, any muscular imbalances that we can see from just the naked eye? While keeping your shirt off, ideally, we'll ask you to do a couple different movements. The first is what we call active motion. How far can you go by yourself? Touch your toes. We're gonna to be looking at what we call spinal flexion, rounding of your low back. Also looking at how your hamstrings are moving. Do it backwards then. We're looking at the movement called extension. Lean to the side. We're looking at what is called side bending and then looking over your shoulder and this is called rotation. We also need to see your hip motion. Can you pull your knee up to your chest? This is hip flexion. Can you kick your leg out to the side, which is called hip abduction? And can you cross one leg over the other, which is going to be hip external rotation? Can you turn your foot out? Um, can you turn your foot in? We're looking at hip internal and external rotation. And can you actually kick your leg back, which is going to be hip extension? So there's a lot of different movements and we should be taking measurements during this time. And we should be writing it down or communicating saying, hey, this is normal and this is what you're presenting with. The next step is to actually check your strength. We have to look at core strength. Can you actually maintain a plank? Can you properly brace? And then we have to move on into the hips. So we're also going to assess how your nervous system is working. We'll check your sensation by gently brushing, brushing or pressing on your skin. And they should be... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Symmetrical from left into right. And then we're going to do some special tests to see how what we call irritable, how sensitive your pain is. We're going to look at the slump test, which assesses the sciatic nerve tension or the length and stiffness. We also might do some other tests, but the slump test is the most common one during the assessment. And so by this time, we're actually gathering information. And what we're trying to do is trying to formulate our hypothesis or educated guess and trying to identify one, what is the cause of the issue and what tools and exercises would be the best fit for you. The next step is actually the fun part. This is actually, we have to start working on some pain relief because you're going in because you have pain. And so based on the previously listed information, we might take two approaches. Um, we have one, which is going to be the shotgun approach or the step-by-step breakdown. And so the shotgun approach is going to be, all right, so I got this information, but I'm going to give you one exercise after the other uh, and not take any time to pause to see if these exercises are helping you. You'll often be given maybe one or two stretches and then some strengthening exercises. And during this time, you're probably not going to be asked, how do you, how do these exercises actually influence your pain? Does it make you feel better, worse, or have no change? Um, you'll probably ask though, how does this feel? And more often than not, you're probably going to say, they're all right, because it doesn't make you feel worse. It doesn't make you feel better, but it's more of like a neutral response. And the physical therapist will often accept this answer and then give it to you as a home exercise program. So again, shotgun approach. Okay, you have leg pain. Let me give you 15 different exercises. I will keep doing it until you just get better over time or you're, or you just get so fed up that you decide to move to someone else. The step-by-step breakdown would actually be a little slower, yet yield better and faster results. And so based on the information that you provided, we're going to find the positions, stretches, and exercises that actually emulate the same positions that you shared with us during the interview that provided you a sense of relief or even just a little reprieve from your pain. And so if you're feeling better in standing and back extensions, then we'd actually look at how repeated back extensions do for your pain. And if you say this exercise feels okay, all right, it's our job to dig a little bit deeper and say, well, what do you mean by that? Does it actually improve your symptoms? Does it make your pain move around? And your responses will actually dictate the next steps. And if the exercise actually makes the pain worse, then we would actually move on to a different set of exercises or techniques and ask you the same question. How does this make you feel? We're actually going to continue to do this throughout the whole day or throughout the whole session until we have about two to five exercises or techniques for you to follow on a regular basis. You should also be asked to do uh, to do the activities that actually cause you pain. So running is an issue. We would look at that as well. And this is actually the time we're actually looking at how you move or how you do things. 
Now, exercises are great, but if you inherently are doing just your normal day-to-day activities incorrectly, causing more pain, you're just wasting your time by trying to do more exercises and stretches. And so as a result, if running causes your pain, your clinician should be looking at how you run. If we know that this is a problem, we have to look at the problem itself. Now, sessions run about 45 minutes to an hour or maybe longer, depending on how you respond. And then you're going to be given a program to follow in between sessions. The frequency of how many times you see your provider, your physical therapist or any other one should actually depend on your needs and as uh, as well as your schedule. And the exercises are there to actually target your pain should be done. Uh, uh, as an as needed basis, meaning that whenever your pain does come back or you do have a flare up, uh, it's a great opportunity to focus on actually uh, doing those exercises to bring the pain down. I like to call it putting out the fire. The exercises that are actually used to strengthen and stretch muscles are more so for prevention. They're usually recommended one to two times a day. And the key to success is actually sticking with the program, but also communicating with your provider, letting them know if the program is working or not. And so don't hesitate to tell them that the program isn't working. It's actually our jobs as physical therapists, um, even uh, providers who are focused on relieving your pain to actually make you feel better. And we won't know if we're making you feel better unless you tell us that it is in fact working. And so as you, in fact, do get better, your program is actually going to progress, making things a little bit more challenging. And that way we can get you close to normal function. Eventually, you're going to be discharged. Our jobs is to get to the point where you don't need us anymore. And so from there, you're going to be meeting with your clinician as many times as you need to have that communication. And so as you know, um, it is important to be able to share how you are feeling. And so today, what I've shared with you should actually be a painting of how a provider should be treating you. And if you're looking back and you're thinking, oh, that's actually not what the process was like, then share with the information, share this information with them to actually help them to help you more. Uh, If you're not happy with the results of what you're getting from therapy, it's okay to totally switch as well. Now, if you don't have time to meet for an hour a week or 45 minutes a couple times a week, then I said this at the beginning of this episode, but the patient advocate program may be exactly for you. So manage your pain in as little as 15 minutes a day, and you don't ever need to actually go set up appointments or even leave your home. You can get on-demand care as you need it, and it's extremely convenient for you all for less than an average copay. So you can check it out at the ptpatientadvocate.com and the link is in the show notes. Uh, And I hope this is helpful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some help from today's podcast. And for more info, check us out at ifixyoursciatica.com. Have a fantastic and pain-free day. No patient-therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider.